Hello, and welcome back to the Canadian Military Heroes Podcast. For Episode 5, we are going to be looking at the actions of Lieutenant Frederick W. Campbell. Yes, another Fred. Frederick Campbell was born in Mount Forest, Ontario, on June 15, 1867. That's 16 days before Confederation. I point that out in case you need an example of why many Canadians felt at the time that participating in World War I was crucial to the formation of the Canadian nationality, and later why taking Vimy Ridge was looked at as such a turning point for the nation. Canada in World War I was very young. Frederick was the son of Ephraim and Esther Campbell, and soon after he was born, his family moved to a farm near Glen Eden, Ontario. When he was 18, he joined the local militia and would go on to serve in the Boer War in 1900, winning acclaim for his expertise with the Maxim machine gun. After coming home from that war, he would marry and have three children, going on to purchase a farm near his parents to breed horses. He was also a member of his local school board and director of the Mount Forest Agricultural Society. When war came, Frederick volunteered and helped gather other recruits for the war before being shipped off to France. On the day that Lieutenant Campbell would actually win his Victoria Cross, he was celebrating his 48th birthday. That will make him the oldest Canadian to win the Victoria Cross in World War I. On June 15, 1915, the Allied armies launched an attack near the small town of Givenchy. The attack was to be carried out by the 7th British Division and supported by the Canadian 1st Brigade. In the lead-up to the attack, the Allied engineers planned to detonate a mine beneath the German trenches. This plan was hindered when they encountered water. The engineers attempted to compensate by making the explosive larger, but when they finally detonated it, the bomb did little damage to the German trench. What it did do was leave a crater 40 yards wide, and the resulting explosion killed or wounded many Canadians who had been in position to take advantage of the breach. Two minutes after the bomb exploded, Canadian soldiers attacked and achieved some initial success, occupying the first German trench line and were fighting inside the second one. Lieutenant Campbell was a part of the second wave of the attack that day. He was in charge of the machine guns of the 1st Battalion of the 1st Brigade, and when he went over the top, he and two machine gun crews raced across no man's land in an attempt to get to the captured German trench to be able to defend it. The first wave of attacking Canadians was unable to clear the second German trench line, and were forced to retreat to the crater of the mine due to a fierce German counterattack. Campbell took one of the machine guns and attempted to defend against this counterattack. At this point, he and Private Harold Vincent were all that remained of Campbell's force. They chose to go forward to attempt to defend their fellow soldiers in the crater. While in transit, the legs of the machine gun were destroyed, and their efforts would have been in vain if Private Vincent had not volunteered to let Campbell use his back as a stabilizer for the machine gun. Campbell wound up firing a thousand rounds of ammunition against the attacking Germans, which was all he had with him. The German counterattack was stopped temporarily due to the fire that that machine gun produced. It was this action that would get Campbell his Victoria Cross. The heat from the gun firing while it was resting on his back badly burned Private Vincent. As the Canadians ran out of ammunition, Campbell ordered them to retreat to friendly lines. Private Vincent dragged the machine gun back to the Canadian trench despite his wounds. During the retreat, Campbell would receive a wound when he was shot in the leg. Company Sergeant Major Owen would carry him back to friendly lines to receive treatment. From the citation, For most conspicuous bravery on the 15th of June, 1915, during the action of Givenchy, Lieutenant Campbell took two machine guns over the parapet, arrived at the German first line with one gun, and maintained his position there, under very heavy rifle, machine gun, and bomb fire, notwithstanding the fact that almost the whole of his detachment had been killed or wounded. When our supply of bombs had become exhausted, this officer advanced his gun still further to the exposed position, and by firing a thousand rounds, succeeded in holding back the enemy's counterattack. This very gallant officer was subsequently wounded, and has since died. London Gazette, 23rd August, 1915. The results of the attack were a disaster as 400 members of the 1st Brigade were killed or wounded, and the results were repeated elsewhere all across the Western Front. The culprit was partly the mine which did more harm to the attacking Canadians than it did to the Germans, 
and partly due to the lack of artillery shells available for the Allies to fire at their German enemies. As a result, the soldiers were forced to go over the top of their trenches against strong enemy defensive positions rather than against enemy trench lines that were, in theory, either destroyed or at the very least demoralized due to the bombardment. The Germans suffered less casualties than the Allies did during this period, and the lack of artillery shells is considered a prime example of why. Four days after his actions at Givenchy, Lieutenant Campbell would die from his wound, an infection having turned septic shortly after he was operated on, a result of no antibiotics being invented for another 25 years or so. The location of Lieutenant Campbell's Victoria Cross is not presently known. In 1965, the 134th branch of the Canadian Legion in Mount Forest received a plaque and the location was named for Frederick Campbell. That will do it for this episode. I hope you'll join us again here at the Canadian Military Heroes Podcast. If you'd like to contact the show, I can be reached at canadianmilitaryheroespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again. Take care.